stop crying. It's going to be okay. <laughs> when in reality, it's not going to be okay. Anyway, the, hey. the podcast that gives you the burn oh. in all the gentle places. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to maybe I've said too much. The global pandemic of internet radio. <laughs> My name's Mike, and I will be your host this evening or day or whatever the hell you crazy people are listening to this. I am joined, as always, by my good friend, Joel Crawford of the Missing Digit Wooder Shopper. Mr. Joel. How are you, sir? Hi. And fantastic. It's been about a, I don't know, a week or so since we've recorded. The last one got lost. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've released I, all of them. If you guys haven't gotten these, uh, do let us know. It's, we've been going strong. Somebody said something about six months ago. I, I, we, we apparently, so, um, I guess, glitches. I guess our, uh, service provider is, uh, online and mailing these to them is, uh, apparently not, they don't do anything with them. So I, I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's been tough with the mail lately. Yes. Apparently mail isn't what it used mail to be. Mail is not what it used to be. That's a, yeah. um, so, Hey, listen, not much has changed since the last time we talked. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, you know, that does pose, uh, uh, an odd, uh, conundrum because here's how it is on a normal time. When we do this once a week, we kind of scrounge for things. We know each other so well, like, I don't have to ask you the obvious questions because we have that rapport. We have that understand. We have the baseline, the foundation We've been naked together. Exactly. Yeah. There's no secret. Several times. Anyway, the, and but the problem is, so like at about week two, then you have interesting things to discuss because life has happened enough that you feel obligated to talk about it. But at, at week, uh, at week 24, there's so much that's happened. I don't know where to begin. <laughs> I I'm, I'm lost. I just want to make one public service announcement. <laughs> Just one. Just by the way, if you have your kids in the car, this isn't going to be the show. <laughs> just letting you know, this ain't the one. So, um, and I'll start this by by confirming what I just said. Wear a goddamn mask, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Let me give you my analogy because I'm big with them. People that don't wear masks in public are like the same pricks that come in your house and don't take their shoes off when they walk in. Take your shoes off when you walk in the house. It's polite. You may not agree with it. You may not want to do it, but take off your goddamn shoes. They're new carpets. I just mopped. It doesn't matter what the reason is. You don't need to know. Just be polite. Be nice to the people who you're visiting with and do it. Same with the mask. Just wear the goddamn mask already. It sucks. Right? I got a cute one. It's got a baby Yoda on it. Like, just wear the mask. But that's, I want a baby Yoda mask. Okay. I'll... I will make these arrangements for you. Okay. So, but that's, uh, um, it, that, I just, uh, that's been pissing me off for a long time. And when I see people with them, I don't say anything um, because I don't want to get in fights. And I am, I'm at the point of ready to tear everyone in half uh, almost every day. So, well, that's, I think that's pretty much the majority of everybody. Yeah. I'll, I, actually, I, we made the announcement on, on our, on our business page. I said, if you plan on stopping by, please you know, wear a mask. It's be courteous to our staff, you, the whole bit, you know, 
a little give and take here with the with the safety a little bit just a scope and and a couple of guys started bitching and i'm like listen dude you get no sympathy for me i wear a mask for like 17 hours a day and not these cute little yeah like They're the ones that keep you from getting lung cancer from right. sawdust yeah so it's, right you can shut so up we, forever we run we run masks like like for a good solid hours and it's the plastic ones with with the you know the big filters on them mm-hmm. and your face has got this the depression in it and you look like something that should have been on star trek because you know star trek characters are always human ish like but they've changed one feet like they'll just they, be they an alien something. yeah they, they'll be an alien with like giant eyebrows <laughs> but it's still a human which my i mean my father looks like that i mean you know right, you get to, right, a, you get right. to an it's age an old just, man yeah. they cast you, it an old man that right i told yeah, him I just, said, i'm like listen if the pubes start growing out past the belt we're gonna I don't know how we're going to handle that, but it's going to be handled. So that's it'll I, be worse if he's wearing shorts. Yeah, if the eye if the eyes are that way, I I, you know, I don't even want to know what's going on down there. They don't tell so. you that shit in school. I'll be honest with you. Like they tell you lots of things about phys- physiology and health, and some of them they actually get right, which was fine. And maybe this is the '90s or maybe '80s when maybe we we didn't talk about everything we should talk about. But you know what they didn't talk about? Ear hair. Oh, I thought you were going to say gray pubes because I was like, yeah, well, I, still, I'm, I haven't gotten to the part. Well, that's not completely true, but I haven't gotten to the part where I'm going to need to manicure anything because, because of, of gray pubes. Yeah, I get it. Right. I think. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's one of those things where they could have been like, Hey, by the time you're 30, you're going to be losing a little bit of hair up top, but bonus round, you get it in your nose and ears. By the way, I, I just imagine a conversation with normal people when they go, <laughs> when they go, Hey dad, I talked about you on the podcast last night <laughs> and their father goes, Oh really? And can't wait to hear it. And like, I say that to my father, he's like, Oh Jesus, what did you say? <laughs> and then he listens. No, he, no, it would be even better is he looks you dead straight in the eye and goes, you talked about my pubes again. Didn't Was you? it pubes? Was it pubes? It pubes. <laughs> I remember when you did it at your grandfather's funeral. Uh, so that's right. <laughs> it's uh, listen. I don't ask me to don't ask me to do the eulogy. I mean, that's <laughs> just if you don't want me to talk about pubes, yeah, you're going to need to shave. And if you don't want me to go up to the altar with pubes, <laughs> you know, from from him. I mean, listen, you're going to ask me to give the guy a bath. I'm going to take some liberties. Just <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Life is a big joke, and I'm just uh, I'm the purveyor. So I'll tell you what I. Uh, this has been a this has been a tough year. There's been a lot like of year. This has been like, a lot of year. This, this has is... been a lot of year. And and I'll I'll be honest with you, there are a number of conversations I'd like to have. And I know some of these opinions uh that I will present throughout these next few days or whenever we do the next one. Um, <laughs> seven months from now. Seven months from now. By the way, uh, hey guys over at Klingspore, the uh the cost per show is going up quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> So, yeah, we fair, we feel that we're a rare vintage now. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, this is uh, this is like single barrel, if you will. Yeah, this is the you're buying the whole cask now. This is not <laughs> we're not doing, right. selling this, it by the bottle you anymore. You don't get it by the glass. Anymore. I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, the Klingspore guys don't want to be mentioned right after the conversation we just had. But <laughs> that's right. My father is in fact a, a woodworker and owns his own construction company. So. <laughs> And he has fantastic views. And he has amazing <laughs> eyelashes. Very manly. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's very masculine. He's got a Viking braids in places you wouldn't imagine they'd be. 
<laughs> he has a merkin for his merkin. <laughs> so when you think merkin, look that look that word up, kids. Think Klingspor. <laughs> anyway, the uh, I was I was mentioning that we're going to be covering a variety of topics. I imagine that some of you politically won't necessarily agree with us. Can I? But hold on, hold on. I'm please let me finish. No, I'm sorry. I, and I'm, I'm not, gonna, I'm to not trying to manners. damper the mood. I'm just telling you, you have two options, right? You can either be an adult and have the conversation with us. I mean, I'm just giving a little forewarning. This has yeah. been a hell of six months. It's, there's, it's been a lot. Right? Or you can fuck off. Like those, I, uh, that is the two options. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm just saying that I have personal opinions that have been shaped by our current events. And we're going to talk about those. And sometimes my opinions, because this is just a show about pubes and opinions, it's a, it's, well, they're going to be all rolled into definitely one. Definitely going to be the title of this That's show. Right. As a matter of fact, where is my post-it note? <laughs> I need to write that. <laughs> so, so as we talk about things and, and discuss things, uh, if you have comments or you think that our opinions are wrong, which, by the way, you don't technically get to do because they're not yours, but if you feel like that we have some uh, specific information that's wrong, by all means, text us, drop a message, find out how to contact us. We have all the things. We're not hard to find. We're not hard to find. I, I would like to... Um, we will have discussions. I, I would like to have uh, just, a, just maybe, maybe an olive branch. I don't know who's the other side, um, but just to, you know, one thing America I will say, apparently is the other side. Well, it, I don't know thing, how that happened, where America was against America, but we've we've brought we're, it. We're in a weird pretty place. Good. I would I would say this: um, these conversations are always meant to be conversations amongst friends. They are meant to be entertaining, informative, and enlightening. And that may mean sometimes. Listen, your father may not have great pubes. <laughs> that doesn't mean you can't laugh at my father's pubes or you have to be offended by the fact that he has them and they show through his belt. But which, by the way, sorry, dad, none of this is true. But <laughs> <laughs> so, this is uh, before the, I, I still want to be in the will. But so it, it's OK to have differing opinions. I want the people that listen to this show. It, we're here to have fun and you're listening to have fun. If you hear something that you don't agree with, that's OK. You don't have to be pissed off. You don't have to throw your phone or whatever you're listening to. We're talking, okay? And if we were talking together, I would be, Joel has seen me have conversations with people I vehemently uh, disagree with. I am always very respectful, funny. Um, I don't take everything He's too seriously. generally respectful, but that's even to people he likes. Yeah. Like so, and agree with. Yeah, I mean, I'm well, and that's the thing is I extend the same courtesy to people I agree with and don't agree with. I mean, everybody gets basically the same version of me. So, and uh, to be respectful, you should offer the same. This isn't going to turn into a political show. You know, this isn't no, Omar, but we Bill cannot Riley. help. Yeah, but, but there's just talk. a lot that's going on, um, right? And then we may right. like up, we're just we're going to run into it, and there's no it, way it may make its way into the country. And we've talked about yeah. this stuff before. So, I mean, everybody kind of knows where we sit on things. Um, I mean. I've talked about everything at this point. If you don't know who I am, you're not paying attention. But uh, but yeah, this last year has been has been a lot, and it's been a lot for a lot of people. And I think a lot of people right now are looking for um, places to put blame, 
Um, I think a lot of people now are less informed than they've ever been on all sides. Not just I'm not just talking about people who disagree with me, but I mean, I, you know, myself. I mean, there's a whole host of shit I have absolutely no idea what I'm talking about, and I have very adamant opinions about, and I have to check myself on that stuff all the time. People are like. And I think to myself, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Like, why right. am I so wound up over this why, bullshit? Why am I wound up? There's no reason I should be this upset by this. Like, it's just, and I've stopped. I mean, I got off social media probably about five, five or six months ago. I check in with Facebook very rarely. Um, Only when we this, tag them. So keep well, tagging them. Most of the stuff on there is just, it's gotten to be everybody just bickering and carrying on and, and just, you know, no one. No one wants to give any ground. No one wants to talk in the nuance. Nobody wants to, um, you know, do any of that stuff anymore. And it's it's gotten boring. You know, it's just I know who you're voting for. I know how you feel about abortion and guns and everything. And, and no one cared. I didn't care before. I don't care now. Like I just I don't like it's. If you have your own opinion, I'd love to hear it. But nobody does. They're, most people have an opinion given to them, and they just keep saying it over and over again. So. Right. And I'm that way with a lot of things. I mean, you know, I don't have time to research like foreign policy and dumb shit like that. I just heard some idiot on the internet go, yeah, uh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, it sounds like something I'd say, you know, <laughs> it becomes my own thought. You know, so and now, it's, now you have a mantra on foreign policy. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, OK, well, thanks, uh, Mr. Mortgage Guy. I didn't know you knew about, you know, knew about Netanyahu. Uh, you know, he's like, ah, I don't like I, I just want to sound right. smart. I just don't want to be the stupid guy in the room that didn't have a talking point. You know, like that's well, you know, it's just, and, and I say these things and we're starting off a little bit, uh, besides the pubes, we're starting off a little bit more serious than we normally do, but, but there is just I, no, no way we're going to be true. able to have there's no a way, conversation. There's no way you have a conversation about in 2020, the end pubes. of 2020. Right. right. And, and, and you, ha and you say we started <laughs> off heavy. <laughs> You don't do that. Like you just don't do that. It's not even fair. Right. Exactly. Exactly. There's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's an interesting year. There's a lot of shifts in things. Um, markets have changed. People have changed. Um, a lot of camps, a lot of tribes popping up here and there. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'll, I'll tell you, honestly, the, the thing I, I dislike most about this is I know that the interactions that we've had in our group have gone down probably about 33% than they normally would have um, because people are so fed up with people uh, in general that they're not coming to Facebook to do their normal wind down stuff because all it does is wind them up. Mm -hmm. And that, that is a shame. I mean, obviously. Well, I mean, I fall into that camp. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, I basically this last year, I've been busier this year and in, in professionally than I have been at any point I can remember in my lifetime. I mean, just the amount of work I've done, I've been, I mean, it has been 10, 12 hours a day, six to seven days a week. Like it's, it's never ending. It's a giant mess. And then when I get done with that, like, I don't want to sit there and I want to find funny memes and pictures of, you know, chicks I went to high school with to see how fat they are now. Like that's, that's basically, you know, what I'm interested in. And instead I've got, um, you know, just people just care and, and, and you can't not be involved in it. You know, you has got this whole culture of people like, if you don't have an opinion, it's the same as, you know, it's like, you know, well, even if you don't, don't state want the, an opinion, I just you don't still want it. read it. And then you looked in the damn comments 
Because that's what you do. Yeah, I don't. Because- I, I go to our group and I see who wants to be a member and I there's a handful of people that, you know, are our friends like, you know, Lutz and Berkey and um yeah. guys like Andy Pugh and and um, you know, Keith Descent is, you know, he's one of those guys that you can He's he's out there for the fight, but he's at least funny and clever, you know. So it's like, but guys like you know Tim Sway and all those dudes, they they they're not involved in the punching all the time. They just post stuff that's interesting. So you yes. know who to look for and who to skip. Um, and I've hit the unfollow button on plenty of people, and I'm sure people have with me because you know, I mean, I I only pop in every now and again, and it's usually when I get boiled over to the point where I just can't do. I just can't, you know, I'm just, there's, I have a thought in my head. I just haven't had an outlet for, it and I just, you know, verbal diarrhea right on the internet. And then I, a week later I take it down. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm such an asshole. Like, you know, it's just like, uh, here I am pissed off at all these people for being dicks. And, I, and I, I would never do hippie. anything like that. Yeah. You so it's, Ever. Um, but yeah, I mean, but again, you know, this year, I mean, and, and we haven't really had a chance to talk about, it, I mean, but you know, you've gotten the black lives matter movement. You've got all the stuff that's happened with the virus, all the stuff that's happened with the economy. Um, you know, name another 15 political movements out there. You get this QAnon thing where apparently like pedophiles are taking over the world. And, and, and by the way about that, who was ever for pedophiles? I must've missed that. There was, was, there was a meeting I wasn't invited to where they were like, yeah, we're pro pedophile. Okay. Well, yeah, I've never met a single person that's, you know, for, so it is a a very, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. Like it's a rallying call, like akin to pro oxygen. It's exactly. like I'm pro oxygen. Yeah. Hey guys, that oxygen that we're, you know, we're right? working on that. Like, like we need to kill everybody that's against oxygen. Yeah. And that's, you know, you just, I mean, it's just, but again, it's just, people just want, the world has fallen apart for so many people and that's the problem. And that's why I try not to be part of the pain. Um, and I try not to be part of the, the negative energy and the negative discourses because people have gotten, I mean, they've dealt with loss of jobs. I mean, two hundred thousand people have died. Loss I, of life. Yeah, I've, I know. I know four people personally who have had this virus, um, and it just destroyed them. I mean, you know, just. I mean, they're fortunately all of them are doing better now, but you know, just completely wrecked them for a couple weeks. Um, you know, you, you can't do the normal activities. We've all become afraid of each other, which is really driving a lot of this hysteria is, you know, everybody's got to have a mask on. You got to stay a certain distance away. Nobody hugs anybody anymore. Um, you know, there's no handshakes. There's no, all of the gestures and all of the things that we used to do as a society, all that stuff has been taken away and people are just in pain and they don't see it and they don't want to admit it. But it's like, you know, I got a hug from my daughter the other day and I was just, I, I remember going, God, this is like, I can't, I can't remember when I had this outside of the home. You know, right. Not necessarily that it's it, not that it's not special when your kids do it, but like as she was holding me, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I can't remember the last time I just bumped into an old friend and it felt safe to just wrap my arms around them, you know, or shake somebody's hand or just do all of the things that make me feel like a person and a member of society. And and people are experiencing that. And the only thing they know how to do is with all this anger, is just lash out at everything and anything that people just don't agree with. <laughs> And it's just exhausting, and I don't, I don't want to be part of that. I want to be part of, you know, the group of people that's just out there. You know, let's let's talk about eyebrows and how they might be growing out of your your zipper. You know, like, yeah, it's frivolous and it doesn't move the sure. needle forward, but it doesn't move the needle back either. You know, it's I like, just, you know, every time I get pissed off, or I feel like, I feel like people are having a tough time getting the reality of the world because a lot of times I have complaints where people are like, well, we just need to do this. I'm like, well, yeah, but there's a long list of reasons why you don't want to do that. It's never that simple. So 
every time I get pissed off, you'll see a meme. <laughs> There's a lot of memes. There's a lot There's of no memes. There's no shortage of memes. I've, I have been channeling my anger into, into memes. And, and of course we're on the, we're on the, the last, uh, uh, it, two days ago was the debate, the first debate. Mm. If you listen to this in the future, uh, and, uh, I don't know how the history books will, will cover this particular thing. Um, but let me tell you, I posted within, oh, I don't know, an hour and a half. I posted about, uh, I think about 26 memes. <laughs> I, think, I think it was about one every three minutes. I didn't watch it. I refused, outright refused to watch it. I watched some clips of it, like kind of like little, little. Like a tenth of the population has already voted. Like no one, there is no one watching these debates right, right. that really is going to be swayed. I mean, I think there are some, probably some people who um, saw some bad behaviors on there that they maybe weren't expecting and it might change their opinion about things or it might make them be a little bit more open-minded. But nobody, I mean, every, people's minds were made up three and a half years ago. Like this is you know this is a giant waste of time and energy. Like the, the going back and forth online and the you know listening to the news and oh this one yeah, said that you know one. what it is though just, and I'll tell you it's, the, it's the trick and, and this I know this is diving into politics and, and this is specifically not partisan though is in order to actually get our fat asses to the poll you have to piss people off. It is by far the most effective way to get people away from the bag of Doritos and the sitcom to go vote. You have to make them emotionally charged. Well, the and thing I, is, is that, and I hate it. That is, that, that but, has to be, but that is true. If it's raining, there's lower voter turnout but because the thing they is, is, don't want to get wet or they're witches. I'm not sure which. there are. The thing is though, is that is true for all, for all human behavior. Yes. The only thing I had this conversation the other day. The only thing that creates change is discomfort. It is the only thing. People, I know people that smoke their entire lives, find out they got lung cancer, they stop that day. Yeah. They, they couldn't stop before they did, but cold turkey, the minute they find out this is actually killing them. I, I, friends of mine who are, you know, um, overweight, start having heart problems and things like that, change their diet, start running, become, you know, the, the people they never thought they could be. As soon as they hit that discomfort, you know, that, that fear and discomfort changes people and it changes outcomes. And that's just the way human beings are wired. And it, it's an unfortunate thing, but there is no change without a level of discomfort. If you are comfortable, your mind is not going to tell you to make changes. Right. I actually right. had this thought the other day because I started running again because I've put on like 70,000 pounds during COVID because you can't. You, you know, look great like, though, Mike. I'll be I, honest. I do look great. Thank you. You um, don't look like Skeletor anymore. <laughs> I'm not that fat. I only put on a few of them, but they, we're not back to the original way. But um, but the thing is, is like I was running and the, I, I took off running because my favorite song was playing. You know, sit in the house. The temperature was beautiful. The sun was out. My favorite song was playing. Um, you know, all of those things, it was just the, the perfect moment, right? Like Rocky was waiting outside for me to run with him. You know, it was just like one of those things. Um, and you take off running. And the thing is, is like, at some point you hit the wall of discomfort where it sucks to just keep going and your song is over. The couch is gone. You know, the clouds came out. Like people have to prepare themselves for the, you have to do things because you want to change and you have to 
put yourself in situations where you're preparing for that regardless of the situation. I go running when I don't want to is when it's the most effective for me. Or I work out when I don't want to because it's the most effective. Because that that song, you know, if you're only going to do it in times when it's comfortable, that comfort is going to be fleeting. You know, it, there is going to be a point when I don't care how much you love running or working out or whatever it is you do, at some point it's going to suck. You're, and that song's not going to be playing anymore, you know, and, and that's just the way that life is as a whole. Like at some point, if you right. commit to doing something and you're going to make a change in your life and you're going to push yourself forward, you have to be prepared to do that when it is the fucking hardest to do. When it getting up in the morning and putting on your shoes and starting your day is a fucking pain right in the ass. Laying in bed and doing nothing is easier. And your body would do that as long as you would let it. But if you want to make a difference, you have to be prepared to make the changes when 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 that song isn't playing. When your favorite song's not on and you don't have the energy, you don't have the motivation, you find a way to do it anyway. That's yeah. the difference, right? Because you're going to get out there and it, the, the rain's going to hit you in the face and a fucking dog's going to come out of nowhere and you're going to get a cramp and you're going to, you know, and it's the same with any dream. You know, if you want to be a self-employed businessman, because, you know, you see yourself rocketing to the top, um, you know, you've got all these dreams and all these aspirations. That feeling is gone the first time you look at your checkbook, right? right? So you have to be able to push through that and you have to say, okay, I'm doing this for these reasons and I'm going to do it every single day. The same is good for, the same is with our political systems. Our political systems are built where People get tribal. They completely dismiss their morals. Um, you know, the, the, anything that you know, any of their ideals completely go out the window. Think about Trump when he was running for office against all of the other Republicans in the field four years ago. Nobody voted for Trump. Nobody wanted Trump. Everybody thought he was the biggest asshole in the world. Assume because he is. I mean, he's a, he's an asshole, um, and and people like him for that reason. But. As soon as all of the other, you know, Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz and Jeb Bush and all those guys were out of the field, he was all of a sudden the guy. You know what I mean? Like everybody yeah. fell in line right behind him and it was like, okay, you hated this guy two minutes ago. What happened to your your morals and your ideals and, you know, your values? Well, it's, you know, there's they a just shift went out the window. Power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, by the way, I have a view about like our primary system. And it's a little bit more complicated than what I want to do. That's, that is a 15 year discussion. But, but basically it sums up to <clears throat> the people who really get passionate about primaries are exactly the people that you don't want choosing who our next representative is. Like it's, it's exactly the wrong people. Mm -hmm. Like, like I don't need zealots and ideologues and, and, and the the long list of people with all these axes to grind. What we need is stability. And I, I'm a centrist by heart. I want the world to both ebb and flow, you know. Mm -hmm. I but I in a general forward direction. I don't. I'm not looking for revolution. I'm I'm too fat. I'm too. I don't want to. <laughs> I I have the guns, but I'm I not, really can't run. And it, I'm not a, hunting my own food. God damn it! Right? Yeah. Right. I just don't want to. I don't want to deal with that right now. I'm I'm happy going to the supermarket. But uh, uh, on on another note, uh, uh, we did have 
some notable things that happened this year that are pretty cool. Trying to remember any one of them. <laughs> it's been a t- sorry, folks. It's been a tough year. The uh, uh, we did get oh, uh, no, no, that wasn't not really either. interesting either. I'm trying to think if there's anything well, can, super positive. I can tell you from a um, just to be that guy for a minute. Um, everyone I know is currently happy. As, you know, when I say happy, I mean, I, I judge right. happy by, are they healthy? Do they have food in the refrigerator? Um, and you know, can, can they smile at tomorrow? Right? Like that's, they may be laid off. They may be some issues, but you know, they're doing okay right now. Right. So that's the bulk of the people I know, particularly in our industry. Um, they're, you know, gainfully employed. Um, I know a lot of makers and a lot of people that make kind of, you know, trinkets and stuff that market, you know, has dissolved and there's been a lot of people that have had to go and find alternative work and, you know, get back <laughs> Real to the job. Work. Yeah. Just, you know, <laughs> stuff. They're not, they, they can't really, not that it's play, but you know, sometimes you can't follow your dreams all the time. No, I'll be, you know? I'll be the first one to tell you that when, <laughs> when, when the pandemic hit, people were not thinking about giving uncle Joey a Spartan knife block set and, uh, no. And that was not, that was unexpected, frankly. We had, uh, we had certain figures that we were hoping to hit year and year again. And, uh, so it's, our business has shifted dramatically. So, and we had to make those changes. Oh, absolutely. Like it's, it's yeah. been, it's been a year of unique and interesting, uh, compromises, I think is the best word. Mm-hmm. So, well, and again, you know, listen, it plays right into the thing I was just saying is, you know, there, and you've been talking about diversifying your business for a long time, you know, but that's true. But I mean, we've, I've known you for what, four years now, three, I mean, and I mean, for the better part of at least two or three years, you've talked about that. But again, just goes back to what I said. Nobody makes changes without some type of discomfort. Like yeah. it, there is, there is never going, you're never going to, you know, take the, the knife blocks off the CNC machine as long as they keep flying out the door, right? Like, and, and that's the, that's one of the biggest differences with, um, you know, people that, that take guys like Jeff Bezos, who's worth a trillion dollars and stuff like that. Like they look at things and they think, okay, well I'm successful now, but how do I be successful tomorrow or more successful tomorrow? Right. And it's just like, they don't wait for that discomfort to make the differences, you know? And that's a, that's a real lesson to take, take in because like I said, I mean, you're just, you, you've got to do, you've got to be able to stand in the storm and do it anyway. Yeah. I mean, you really do. Cause the storm's coming. I mean, and that's, you know, and, and so it's a difference between, you know, being motivated and being driven. You know, it's like motivation is the song was playing and now I want to do it. Or, you know, I had a good idea that can carry me through to whenever, um, you know, being motivated is, Hey, I'm going to be here and it, there is zero standing in my way. I don't care what comes out of the woodwork. I don't care what doors you put in front of me. I don't care what walls I got to knock down. I'm getting to this goal, hell or high water, and I'll die trying. You know, and that's, and that's really, um, you know, and, and this year has really kind of shown people like, hey, you, your life can change without any, without any expectation of of change. Like you can, right? You wake up. I mean, my my oldest daughter who's going to college, she's a server. You know. Um, 19 years old, she was in school at the time, you know, the pandemic hit, they, her, there, there was no serving like restaurants closed for three months. 
And her restaurant has people who are actually grown who are servers who are trying to feed families. You know what I mean? And I told the, I told the, the managers there, I was like, listen, she, she, we make money. She's going to be fine. We're paying her bills. Um, you know, don't worry about putting her on the schedule. People with families, like give them time when, you know, to do to go or whatever it was they were doing while they were adjusting. And it was just, these people had no indication that they were going to wake up tomorrow and, you know, they were going to be obsolete. Right. You know, and it's just you in the service industries, they've had to make such changes and adjust. You know, they've bounced back to some extent, but I mean, the gap for a lot of those people is, you know. Oh, there's, there's been an amazing, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, there's been an amazing transformation too. There's been like, there's like 60 something major, um, franchises or, or retail corporations that are in the middle of bankruptcy protections right now, just because the, the people and it's partly my fault. You can blame me. We don't go out much anymore. A, we don't have the, we don't have the liquid for that. We don't have, we don't have that cash for that anymore. Um, but partly it's because, you know, I've got an elderly gentleman in my house with respiratory problems and he is, I bring home something to him and he's, there is a very good chance, if not a reliable chance that, that because I wanted to go out to get a fudge stampede at Longhorn (laughs) that, that I'm going to kill the old man. Yeah. And I can't, for me, I can't do that. Um, although I really do love those chocolate stampedes, mm. but it, but it's a, by the you way, know, it's, it, yeah, I haven't eaten them in a long time, but the breadsticks with Alfredo dip and Olive Garden, and Olive I, Garden. I would kill that old man for those. Like that's, I'd be like, <laughs> Hey, I don't, I hate it for you. There but. is something magical about that uh, that salad dressing and the breadsticks with Alfredo, where it's that sharp uh, salad dressing with a crunchiness, and mm. then the soft, like uh, buttery goodness of of the Alfredo sauce. Now I'm hungry. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, it, it, he if he, yeah if he got to, um, if there was an Olive Garden close to me, he's probably not going to make it. Like that, you know, that, that would just be like, look, you want to have your affairs in order. Because that yeah. shit's too good. Because, because I'm having Alfredo, God damn it. Yeah, it's, it's too good. Yeah. So, um, no, it's, it's, well, we've all had to make some very critical decisions on these things. And sometimes, and, and, and I understand why people are upset. Some of these decisions aren't yours to have, but you still get the effects. You know, there are, uh, professional sports right now that do not have audiences, not, not in person at least. Mm. And that sucks because I know a lot of people who have season passes to, to their favorite teams. And that's like, they just knew what they were doing the next year. Like the, every Mm -hmm. Saturday night, you know, they were there, right. Or whatever it happens to be. And that's become a thing where they can't do what they wanted to do. And, yeah, and we can, I mean, I, I understand patterns, why you're pissed off. That that change in patterns is is very disruptive for a lot of people. And 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 listen, you know, if you live in a house with a bunch of people, you never lived with those people this much. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, seeing the same folks every day is enough to make you want to punch things. You know what I mean? So, right. um, you just you're not going to get what you're hoping for. Yeah, Margo's Margo's indication for me is. Uh, 
she's very sly about it. She's like, aren't you supposed to be up in your fucking shop? <laughs> she's the I'm, subtle hints. She, the subtle hints. She's, uh, honey, she's the sweetest woman in the world that you'll ever meet. Could you, and d- could you sharpen the knives? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I is think there, they're good is the way there, they are. Is there gas in the backhoe? <laughs> Why, baby? No. Ah, no reason. Just, uh, <laughs> do you have any uh, templates for a coffin for the CNC <laughs> by any chance? Uh, we... Plywood will do. What's your favorite wood? Do you like <laughs> walnut? What's your favorite? <laughs> OSB? Sounds great. <laughs> we'll use that. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh no, this is it's it's been a lot of year. I understand why people are as frustrated and pissed off as they are. I also understand that some people shouldn't be as frustrated and pissed off as they are. Yes. Like the indications yeah, are too much. I think there's a I think there's a long list of people and and frankly I I might get yelled at a little bit of this but but there comes a point when you're at a certain age where we appreciate the wisdom and everything, but you got like, you've got your savings account. And if you're not managing that, well, as you, you should probably manage that better. If, if there's issues with the economy and that, um, but you know, the, I don't need a retired person that has a full 16 hour day spouting about every possible opinion, frankly, uh, long after they've left society as a contributing member they are now living their golden years like there's a there's a there seems to be an epidemic of grumpy old men see and this is this is where um there's a very stark difference between you and i yes i don't spend as much time online as you do yeah well you you are you are embroiled in more and you pay attention to more than i do and this was one of the reasons that I had to get off social media because um, I was spending my downtime pissed off, you know, and it's just, and you're always looking at, you know, people are like, oh, you know, you used to be on all the time and you say funny things. And it's just like, yeah, but like the funny things weren't, nobody was paying attention to them anymore. Right. You know, and it, it got to be like, you had to get in there and you had to throw fights. Like I, when I post online, if people um, respond, you know, comment, most of the time I don't interact with them. Good or bad, agree or disagree, if they're funny or not. I just I put out what I had to say, and I kind of just disconnect from it because I it's I don't have that same feeling of like being overwhelmed by negativity, and it's because I've gotten away from it, and it was a conscious decision for me to do it because I mean it really was you know I mean again for me it was I'm working so goddamn much all the time, you know what I mean? Like yes, I'm I I, I get up at you know. Seven o'clock in the morning, I'm at work. I'm grinding on my ass. I eat a lunch at my desk, you know, eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. I get in the car, I go home, and then I sit on the couch. And you know, you pull open your phone, and you know, you should be, I, sh- yeah, I should be with my family. I should be doing a million things. And you know, here I am arguing with some half wit. I went to, you know, uh, not even went to school with. I mean, somebody we just happened to be behind from the same sophomore time. year. Yeah, and, and it's like, okay, you know, and I'm and I'm carrying out an argument that I'm fully engaged in, 
neither one of us know what the fuck we're talking about, first of all. I mean, you know, we're both idiots for the most part. We have opinions, and they may be, you know, to some extent um, educated or informed. But, I mean, nobody's coming to me for political commentary. I mean, who the fuck knocks on my door and goes, hey, uh, here's $10,000. We want you to speak at our next, you know, political convention. I mean, that's... Sure. This is not who I am. I'm a guy with opinions. I say dumb shit and people listen to our podcast. But I mean, you know, outside, I mean, there's nobody coming to me for policy, you know, stuff like it's just, again, I post a lot of memes. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's the thing is I just don't, I don't engage with it anymore. I don't even look for it anymore. And I, I just, I'm not as, I'm not as run down mentally as so many other people are that are on there all the time. Because right. I don't have to, you know, I'm not calling people racist and bigots and, and all this other shit constantly. And they're not doing that to me. You know, I, I made a funny joke the other day about, you know, watching the debates, you know, how it's like watching, um, you know, setting your penis on fire, hoping it'll be funny. You know, I mean, it's basically what the debates were. It's just, you know, right. but it just turns out to be sad and painful, which is exactly what it was. So, <laughs> um, and then something funny about, um, I, I just, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter where people go, all lives matter. And, you know, now it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I'm like, you know, breast cancer, all cancer matters. You know, and I'm like, yeah, see, you sound like an idiot. You know, it's just um, when you when you say that. But it's just like. It is, it is one of those funny things where you, you have the, by the way, and it's always an option. Uh, I know to some it may be a surprise. Um, but you, you don't necessarily have to engage on things mm -hmm. there is there is a you and i've i've started past. to use the internet differently um because of that um just where where i just i don't engage those things i don't need to i i have the belief that i have or i have the education i have on a topic where i'm like i i don't need to refute this now if you come at me with like a like a point like a like a valid area of concern i'll be like okay let's let's hash this out if we have the time and you're coming at me with like a pointed conversation i don't mind having that conversation but if you're coming back to me with the same old this or that and and by the way i <laughs> i i don't fit any of your stereotypes in in what i believe in and how what i want to support um, very few people, uh, I, I could not be there. There's nothing partisan about me because I, I see a lot of positives in both sides of thought. And there's, this is, this is a very interesting year as far as that goes. Plus, plus we've had, we've had a number, we've had, I would call this a year of reckoning. Like I, I, everybody says it's been such a bad year and I don't think it's been a bad year. I think this is a lot of stuff coming to fruition the bills due on a lot of things yeah i think a lot of this is is bills due i think there is um i think there's a lot of this stuff that we've been putting off uh that needs consideration and it just so happened to be a pandemic that we were uh i don't think anybody could tell us that we were the most prepared for we're, we're um, still unprepared for i mean i think i think they're were things we could have done better that we did have control of. But I think in general, nobody, nobody expected what we got. Um, can I just really quickly, I just wanted to back up to something you said before we missed the, we, we sort of missed the point. Um, What's that? or I missed the ability to make the point. So you said, you know, you talk to people online and sometimes you go, okay, well, here's a different opinion. Let's hash this out. Right. Yes. I 
part of this year for me has been an admission. Um, I don't know if this is just because I don't think it's because I'm getting older because mentally I'm still a child. Um, that's true. If you don't just rewind 40 minutes and listen again, if you don't know that that's true, but, um, cause there was a whole conversation about pubes that I'm sure everybody's trying to forget, but I'm going to make sure we keep bringing it back up. <laughs> but, um, I, I, there was an admission that I just don't need to know things. Like there's just certain, there's certain educations I, I don't require any longer. Like I just, I, I don't want to be that politically informed. I, I don't need it. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm 45 years old. I'm going to be 46 next year. I barely know how to play the guitar and, you know, Lutz <laughs> and Tim keep building these goddamn things. Uh, at some point I'd like to learn how to play the guitar. I'd like to, um, you know, brush up on my Spanish. I'd like to learn, um, you know, a whole, there's a whole host of things. I don't need to engage, you know, with political discourse nothing ever changes. No one's opinion ever changes. I've never heard anybody go, oh, that's a great point. And because as soon as they say that, even if they mean it genuinely, they just go back to their point anyway. And it's like, there has to be an admission at some point that we're not learning anything from each other because we don't want yeah, to. You're right. And, 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 I, and it's a waste I, I, I will of energy agree with to, this to do that. Right up to the point of, I have no problem in governance having experts in those areas where I am not an expert. The problem is we have to listen to them. Like if you pay the person to be at the desk in their little world that they deal with mm -hmm. is on fire. No, you're like, absolutely right. But I'm like, not, and, that's the person that you want to go. I'm just oh. talking about the engagement of, right. Cause the thing is, is that we don't, we have learned how to argue amongst one another better. Uh, we've learned how to peacock our own ideas and, we we've taught each other how to, you know, hit each other with zingers and everybody gets their one off. And, and the people that are, you know, the most magnanimous are the ones that just agree to disagree. You know what I mean? Like that's, they start off in, in a debate with opinions. They finish debate with the exact same opinions, but they've both made good points throughout the conversation. You know, oh, I, I, I agree with what you said, but or, you know, that, well, right. you're absolutely right, but here's what I, you know. So it's a fucking waste of time. It's a giant waste of time. You are born into, there's a reason that people um, just so happen to be the religion their parents were. They just so happen to follow the political stuff that their parents did. Which is weird because I'm Buddhist. You're born into all of these things, right? Like it's, I, I happen to grow up Catholic and I'm no longer, you know, I, I'm an, I'm, I'm as, uh, far away from God and belief in God as any human being can be, all right? And I don't care if you believe. I really don't. I, I People that believe in God, they tell me they're going to pray for me. I'm warmed by that thought. Like, it's it's just not what I believe, right? And and they are a product of what they were born into. They, you know, they, they, they were told, hey, here's some, uh, you know, some, I don't like to call them stories because it sounds disparaging, but um, and I don't mean it that way, but they were told, you know, these are the, these are the ideas that we have. And then they take that in some form with them. You know what I mean? And that's just, we are who we are and people don't change that much from what they start off at. And all of this bickering and bullshit and nonsense is just, you know, there are still Cowboys fans. <laughs> Cowboys are fucking terrible. They have been the bulk of my life, but people love the fucking Cowboys. 
I don't know why. Like, I, it doesn't make any sense to me why people, but they do. They throw on the hat and it doesn't matter <laughs> but here how we often are. they lose. <laughs> they are going to stand there and be Cowboys fan. And listen, if, if that brings you a, just a slice of happiness in this fucking shit show world that we're in, then I'm glad you're a Cowboys fan. I, I Get your tattoo, hang your flag. But me arguing with you because I like the Giants. Oh, how'd your team do? What team? Which one? Which team did you buy? Because last time I checked, you you were you're a gas station attendant. Actually, and, and you, you can't say that to me. I have one share of the only publicly traded NFL team. How's your team doing? Is, uh, th- three and zero currently. Okay, thank perfect. you very much. You leading, you are the guy leading the league. You thank are the you guy. Very much. But yeah, that's just, it's all of this, it's, and it's not necessarily, I mean, and listen, conversation is fun to have, debate is fun to have, it's a, it's an exercise of your mental faculties that you don't otherwise get, Um, and and you know me, I'll engage with anybody over the dumbest shit in the world, and I will take both positions just to be an asshole, like, you know, just... (laughs) That's true. If I'm, I will stand there and talk to you about what uh, an amazing religion Mormonism is. I don't believe in that shit. I, I think it's silliness, but it's not. But if you believe in it and it anchors you and it makes you a better person and, you know, you feel that you're going to have some type of reward and it does something to you in a positive way, gives you community you wouldn't otherwise. I'd love that you have it. You know, and if you come to me talking about, you know, you're against Mormonism, I might be for it just to be a dick. I mean, it's <laughs> so it's just like, you know, and I think that's where we can both agree, like straight up, like whatever it is that you believe in, you could be the flying spaghetti monster. You could be a conservative Republican. You could be a communist. Well, I don't think we'd any, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we'd care as long as you're making your community. And that could be your family. That could be your friends. That could be whatever it is, a better and more positive place. Like if you, if you're going at it where, where you have the ability and the desire to make something better, uh, I, I don't have any problems. I don't care what you believe in because obviously your belief is that you think this world should be a little better. Mm -hmm. I have just the exact repulsion to the other side. If you're trying to restrict things, if you're trying to change people's behavior because you don't agree with their choices mm-hmm. or things like that. That's, that is the, I, it, I don't know if those two things could be polar opposites, uh, as, as stated, like a, a political party, but that's, that's it. Like, the, like if, the if, only if, if thing... that was the political party, that would be the party I was a part of. And that would be the party that I would be against. Like, I, I don't, I don't think either of them fit that by no, the way. They don't. Well, and, and the only thing that I would say is that I, um, and also religion, I would same thing. Like, like for you, I would say that that follows through with religion. If you have a religion, uh, that is just here to improve the, the world around us through little acts, big acts, whatever it is. And that helps out the community that you're part of in whatever stage that is, whether that's, you know, your family, your, your neighborhood, your city, whatever that is. And that's the thing that, that 
that that is the key component of your religion, buddy, sign me up. Like that's the only that's, thing I ask of people, and and the only place I get incredibly frustrated. Um, please, if you have an opinion, understand why you have an opinion. That is, if if you tell me that. You hey, this is not even to make it political. Pocket holes, right? So, if you tell me that pocket holes are the greatest invention ever, and and you barely know what they are, you don't know what they're used for. This is a poor analogy, but you get the idea. Like, I'm going to be pissed off at you for not understanding what they are, their purpose, the focus, all that. Like, you just somebody told you they're good. You said they're good. Move on, right? People do that with everything. Like, if you have an opinion, understand where the opinion comes from understand why you have that opinion and make yourself, you know, at least informed to it to some extent. Like that's the only thing, that's the only place where I get very frustrated with people is if you tell me that, um, th- there's no way to say any of these things without pissing somebody off. So I'm not even, right. it, if, <laughs> right. if you tell me, you know, something I'd say, Hey, well, you know, this is, do you know that this is, you know, fact about that? And they go, no, well, you know, cause it, cause it's contrary to what they believe. It's like, okay, well you don't really have an opinion. You just, you know, somebody told you what to think and you think it. And that's, I, I'm very short on that. And, and I've actually stopped engaging people in that because I get to the point where my tempers go completely freaking, you know, like I just have to right. stop talking because I, I, I turn into an asshole. And I, like I said, there, I, I there is something to be said about, and, and you can always tell, by the way, you can always tell who you're debating or arguing against. You can tell by the, by the length of the statements they make. If they fit on a bumper sticker, that's where they read them. You know, it, it's like if, if you can't have right. a, a a lengthy, semi-nuanced conversation with a, at least an understanding of basic facts around what you're talking about, you don't. I mean, I stopped talking to people about the Bible because of this. Like, I don't talk to people about the Bible. I don't talk because no one's read it. No one understands what's in it. They don't know where it came from. They don't, you know, so I'm just like, we're just not going to talk about it because right. it, it, it and, it, and the other side of it too is it creates a rift in, like, look at some of our friends in our woodworking group, Right. You've got, you know, I won't call any out by name um, just because it's not fair to them, but you've got guys that are, you know, devout Christians, uh, you know, some, uh, you know exactly who I'm talking about. I mean, you know, we helped out. He is uh, Mr. Moonshine. <laughs> he is one of the nicest human beings I've ever met in my life, right? Sure. Um, I love him to death. I love him to, if he called me up and said, Hey man, I, I need the shirt off your back. I give him mine and somebody else's. Like he's just, we just don't agree. On <laughs> I like that, that you'd pillage. Yeah. Well, we just don't, you know, we don't agree on this one thing and the conversation between him and I, if we were ever to have it and we never have, um, because it's boring, it, it, you know, there's no reason for it to come up, but there's no reason to have that conversation because now I'm just creating like this, a point of animosity. Yeah, it's like this. We're, I'm driving a wedge yeah. in between me and somebody I love. Like this is a guy yeah. that I I genuinely love, right? And it's like, why have the conversation? You know, like we've got a couple of guys in our you know in our group that have really close friends with you and I. I've been at all the maker stuff. They're you know diehard Republicans, diehard conservatives. I don't lean that way, and it's like I don't. It's it's boring to talk about. I don't, and we don't talk about it because it is. You're just you're creating this this wedge in between. I do the same thing with people I agree with. If you and I are on the same page with a lot of stuff, I don't want to talk about that most of the time because it's just, we're, we're, we're driving somebody else away, you know, and we're doing it as a group. And it's just, that stuff feels gross to me. And I just don't want to. I always heard there were four things that if you go to a party or something, you don't talk about religion. You don't talk about politics 
or at least you don't evangelize about either. And you don't talk about your health because nobody actually cares. Like they do and they don't, but they'd prefer not to have to care. Mm -hmm. Like if you go into a room and be like, ah, I have oh, breast man, cancer. I got the rickets. Uh, right. Right. Uh, I feel bad now. for you. How you do Like there's a long list of responsibilities now they have to do in a conversation. They don't want to talk about your health. Right. The last thing is, is, uh, is your route or the traffic on how you got there? Well, you, nobody in, gives a shit. You live you in took, Georgia, so you don't want to talk about traffic because, you know, five seventy five here or there, you know, I, I took the bypass instead of the surface roads. I mm. took the surface roads instead of the bypass or there was a giant, you know, see, I'm, I'm of the opinion. And this is one of the things that bums me out is that, you know, Again, like I say, we've gotten to the point where we've gotten to be very good at disagreement with one another without actually listening to one another. And I, I'd rather that we do talk about politics and religion and things like that because there's, there's things to be learned in what you don't know and understand. But, but there's a difference between evangelizing those. No, but it's not. But that, regardless, that's not even the point I'm making is if I'm trying to change somebody into a non-believer, which I never do, that's not, I, that I don't, I've told you this, we've had this conversation in depth. Hundreds of times. That's, like, that's why. I, that's why I carry a cross with me. Exactly, day. and splash me with holy water every time we go that's somewhere. Right. It's just um, I, I would you never burn yet, but I'm I'm hopeful. Well, I don't want people. I don't want everybody to think the way I do. Look, first of all, I, I I'm 100% right that I'm 100% uh, I'm convinced I'm wrong most of the time, <laughs> which is why I always challenge my ideas with you know like, am I right? Is this worth talking about? I, I don't. I, I just I don't know. Um, but like I would never try to change somebody into being you know like change what they think or change what they. Believe. But like, just to be able to have the conversation where we actually learn something from. If I sit down with a diehard Christian and we have conversations, it's nice to know, you know, if I can have, and, I, and I've had conversations like this. It's nice to have somebody that you can have a conversation with, where you're basically just, hey, here's my point of view, right? This is why I believe what I believe. Here's, you know, how I came up with the thoughts I did, and just have a deeper understanding of who that person is. Not necessarily because I want to know, because I want to change, or because I want to tell them what I believe in contrast to them. Just, hey, here's the things I believe. You and I have had this conversation about guns before. Like, you know, we have, we don't, sure. I mean, we actually don't vary that much on guns. We just, um, you know, we like to, to rib each other up on this shit. But it's like, um, to, to know where your opinions come from and how they are formed and teaches me more about you. It makes you and I, you know, it gives me an understanding of how you think. And it makes our relationship more rich and, and, and interesting. By the way, I've changed my opinion not to. I don't want to. <laughs> you gave them all up. I don't want to no, sit no, no, there no, 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 and, no. and I, tell you I'm all fine. this other stuff. Like, it's just, I, I don't want you to have my opinion. But I'd really like to know where yours came from. Well, actually, I thought about it and, and with gun control and a number of things. And, and it was and am a staunch advocate that people should have the tools they need to do whatever they need to do with, as long as you're not harming other people, mm -hmm. it's the harming other people that we're trying to stop. Right. Yeah, like nobody cares if, if father and son is in the backyard and they're plinking and shooting up paper targets, like nobody has ever cared about that unless you're the next door neighbor and it's four in the morning. Uh, but I've come to the conclusion that I'm fine with gun control. Um, this, I've this, already, this is, this I've, is basically the, where the podcast <laughs> gets blown up. No, 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 you, no, no. You just said I, the two I'm words. Because you said the two words. I have them all. I'm done. Like, like I have them. So, you can, so I'm good. You can control so all mine. the guns you want because you've already right. got them. Yeah, I've already got them. Mm. So it's, it's go wild. 
That's, that's, that's my like thought locking you in a Krispy Kreme and then you going, hey, it's okay <laughs> if you ban donuts. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah, exactly what it is. And I don't. And, and again, like I said, I just I, we have to get to a point where we're starting to. If you're a Trump supporter and I'm not, or I'm a Trump supporter and you're not, I'm interested to know why you believe what you believe, and then I'm also interested to find the common ground in the things we actually agree on, because what you find is there's a lot more of that, even in people that you know supposedly disagree, than then there isn't. I mean, it's just, you know, people that I absolutely, you know, we just, we come from two different political spectrums or, you know, they're like the cowboys. I mean, it's like you just, there's, there's commonality in there. How do we find sure. that? How do we build on that? I'll give you a hint, by the way, if, if you, just, if just you want to have that subject and that series of conversations that, of, by the way, I've had with people and have gotten closer to them, even though we've had differing opinions mm-hmm. on things. Um, start with baby Yoda. Nobody doesn't not like baby Yoda. There's somebody that doesn't, but at least they don't, but they'll tell you why. And no, but they're sociopaths. Yeah, that's true. You Everybody don't likes baby Yoda. Yeah. Right. So start there and work on the conversation. You can get to the tough stuff in a minute. Don't, don't start off with, well, uh, and, and we just have to kind of remember too, that like disagreement doesn't make us enemies. Right. Like, I mean, it's just, we talked about it before, you know, everybody, thinks they're, they do their own thing and then you get in the shower and everybody does the same thing. You know, it's just like, um, we're just not that different, even though we want to seem like we are because, you know, right. I, I want that wall that makes me better than you. You know what I mean? Like that's, or I want something I have that you don't or feel more educated about this subject than you do. Or, you know, like that's, that's where all of this shit comes from. It's just peacocking and dumb shit. I mean, it's basically what it boils down to, but it's like, you know, listen, at the end of the day, you got to find the common ground we got to figure out like what are the things that are actual real problems what are actual real solutions to those problems and if you don't know it's okay to say you don't know i don't know how to fix the roads in atlanta no one does apparently cuz <laughs> cuz i've been on them and they're terrible and it's like man they they were amazing during quarantine though oh yeah well that was that, yeah that was one thing that was nice about us but that was amazing um, but it's just like I, I, that's not who i am i'm not a civil engineer that, that shit doesn't make sense to me i could sit down and do it but i don't i mean it's like i got other shit i got you know i, I, I got to play right. the guitar like and and that's that's really kind of my you know the biggest thing is that i just people got to find a way to they got to start making changes in what they believe, what they think, and what they do before that discomfort hits them, before it pushes them over the edge to where now all they have is what makes them different. You know what I mean? Because sure. they hadn't prepared for the pain. They hadn't prepared you know, for things to suck. And that's, they, they need to, we need to do a better job of that as communities, as fathers, as mothers, as, you know, just, being able to communicate to our children that, you know, and, and, and people, it's okay to be different and think different and understand different. Like my kids, my, my kids are like, they are, um, if you like so-and-so politically, I don't want to talk to you, you know, and I have to tell them, listen, you, you, you only like hot dogs and chicken nuggets. Why? You know what I mean? Like there's, why is it that you only eat hot dogs and chicken nuggets? Well, that's okay. Well, they only eat steak, but for the same exact reason, they think differently and they like things that you may not like, but they don't know why they like or don't like them. They just know they do. There's no reason why you only eat goddamn chicken nuggets 
and hot dogs, right? Other than that, it's just what you know. It's what you like. It's what you enjoy. They eat steak and chips or whatever the hell they, because that's what they have. They don't understand why as much as you don't understand why you only like nuggets, you know? And when you explain it to them like that, you know, it starts to make a little bit of sense and they can come back a little bit from the whole, I don't ever want to talk to you if you're for this person or that person. You know what I mean? It's just right. like, and that's really sort of as adults, you know, you got to start asking people, why the fuck do you like chicken nuggets so much? You know, and we've had the chicken tender conversation before on here as well, too. We have, yeah. and it continues to follow me. Don't eat chicken tenders when you go out to a restaurant. You're boring and plain. Don't pay fourteen dollars for a plate of chicken tenders. Yeah, you're you're an adult. You are the most boring person in the world. Get a burger and don't get it well done. Please don't get it well no. done. But I will tell you that I will tell you before we go. I I am, uh, in general, a fan of aversion. So if there are things that I have to do or have to interact with or that I like to do there are plenty of things that I won't necessarily engage in having to work for what I'm doing or having something. For example, if I'm watching a TV series or I'm buying a book, I'm not going to buy a book about current events. No, Like I'm living in those current events and I appreciate your opinion on those things, but give me something with laser guns or wands or something that doesn't or exist. Vikings. That I can, or Vikings. Yeah. That I can actually, Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology book is amazing. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't, I don't need, like there's sometimes that if I'm going to have to, if I'm paying for something uh, and, and it is meant for me relaxing. Now, Facebook, unfortunately, is free. Um, it costs. It costs. Yeah, it does. You're the product. It it, it, uh, it costs. It costs you your sanity and your your mentality and your feelings towards society and other people. Yes, I I enjoy. I like the fantasy. I like the sci-fi. I like those things that transport me out of this because I can get all of this I want. And you like the butt stuff. I do. Sorry, I do, but I made some these promises days, I don't think people. you really have to pay for porn, do you? No, I, 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 I promised think, a I bunch of people we would we would squeeze butt stuff in there. So to be to be to be fair, I think that's something you should have to do. I disagree with free porn for all. Really? I do. I do. I think I think it makes it commonplace. And when you went and found your dad's dusty old VCR tape, they had buried. On those nights, the wife went to to the in-laws. Uh, that's from 1976. And you see that hairy monster come out of that I screen. That's, that is the... You had to work for it. You got to avoid the furry kitten. You had <laughs> to work for it, is what I'm saying. Like, like the, you, you not only had the porn as a point of pleasure, but getting to it, to, to discovering it, to, 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 uh, figuring out a, a system to, to view it. And then you have the to privacy. rewind it back to the same place and s same place, <laughs> exact same I've, place. I've heard. <laughs> yep. No, you gotta, this is not, uh, the, it was part of an adventure. There was a, it was like a, it's like a crazy teenage, uh, treasure hunt. <laughs> okay. So I, I think that's, probably as good a place as any to wrap this up i think so <laughs> sorry guys uh we we got a little serious but there it, again this was in in 
Uh, it just in preparation. That I don't know why you're apologizing. Be... There's no one that listened this long. That's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, just, this is a waste that's, of that's energy. True. This is this is just a preparation because as we talk about things, and we did for the most part uh, try to stay away from super sensitive conversations, but the truth of the matter is we have those conversations all the time, and Mike and I both agree that this is just a conversation between two guys that are friends, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes more than friends, but in general friends, you know, uh, bath mates yeah. as we like to call them get, get lonely. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, well, I mean, listen, and you, you have to be able to not only have conversations that are, you know, they're not difficult, but at least, you know, they're, they're not mainstream. They can be uncomfortable. I don't even think they need to be that. I mean, you know, if you disagree with something we said, then you disagree, and that's fine. Nobody's telling you that you're an asshole or that you have to change your opinion. I think I've gone out of my way to to really exclaim that during this entire conversation is that I don't yes. I don't want people to think like me. First of all, the way I think is horrifying. You've heard these shows. I mean, this is nobody wants to listen. To this. I mean, so you, and no one. To, to be fair, the first mind. thing that your mind jumped to in this episode was your dad's pubic hair. That's not true. It was the very first. I, thing. I, we recorded this, and I can play it back for you. I, the, I, we were talking about the the eyebrows, is what my mind jumped to. It devolved quickly into the latter, but it was not the first thing my mind jumped to. I'm sorry. The first string of thoughts that was it, yes, Accurate. no pun intended. <laughs> the first curly Mike, string of it's thoughts. Uh, it's always a pleasure being your co-host. We did it again. We so. did it again. Um. All right, guys. Well, hey, listen. Good to be back. We have a, uh, you know, we'll be doing these more regularly, I'm sure, unless you tell us to stop, which I'm sure is coming. Um, but uh, yeah, just, uh, hey, you guys know how to find us. Uh, maybe I've said too much.com. We're on the uh, socials at maybe podcast. Um, no one is checking that. So you can send messages, but it'll be a hot minute before somebody gets back to you. So I get the notifications. Joel gets the notifications. I am. Uh, you can message me on the social media stuff if you want. Um, I, I, I checking it very rarely, so I apologize. Fair I am I, I, listening to the show. If you're still listening, you understand why I've kind of stepped away from all of it because I'm. I, I refuse to let humanity. Don't make worry. Me at humanity. the beginning of next week's show, we're going to give out your cell phone number. They can just call. I'm you. fine with that. We'll do that. That's uh, yeah. It's that's where you order the hookers and blow too. So, but uh, anyway, listen, everybody, have a fantastic night. Um, or day, or whenever you're listening to this, and uh, keep an eye out for some more episodes. They should be coming here soon. Um, and uh, we might even start doing these live again at some point, but no promises there. So for the time being, audio only. Um, maybe videos yeah. coming soon, I think. We gotta. Yeah. We just got to work out all, how to do it. Everything has changed since we started doing this before, so it's not... We, we're all... There's no conscious decision to keep it all that way. It's just... Um, we got to figure out like all the programs we used to use for this are all different now. So we got to remember who's who, but, uh, we'll get there patience with everyone and, uh, butt stuff and cuddles. <laughs>